Welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest night's adventures throughout the world of live and local music. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check out MarkSteryMusic.net for upcoming shows, news, and info. If you'd like to toss a buck or two in the podcast tip jar, please visit Patreon.com forward slash Music Podcast. Gig highlight of the week was rocking JJ's and Breezy Point. For the Kentucky Derby and happy birthday to Jackie. This week's podcast number 342 on Wednesday, May 11, 2022 is part two of three with Sam Willander from Rock Gods. We talk beginning and evolution of the band, local rock singers, and more 1980s. Enjoy the conversation. All right, listeners to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. The background has changed because Sam and I... My other friend, Sam, who's playing some country music out there tonight, Thursday night, acoustic night at Beto Club, started rocking his hair loud, so we are now in the janitor's closet <laughs> at the Beto Club, and that sounds worse than it is. This is more like Freddy Krueger. It's it's spacious. It's spacious, yeah. It's, it's pretty damn good, man. It's not awfully hot here either. Yeah, boiler room-ish. Yeah, like boiler we, I mean, room, yeah. Like a person could live back here if they needed to. It's not like we're stuffed in a little closet. Um, but yeah, because there is bocce outside, a retirement party upstairs, and live music going, and the place is packed, we are now in the janitor's closet. And like you said, what did you say? If that's not metal, if that's not metal, I don't know what the hell is. Hell yeah, man, it's th- like th- this is metal, like a Cinderella documentary. <laughs> All right, man. So we're here. Let's. Uh, so Sam, let's talk about uh, your band, Rock Gods. Can you tell us just the general story, how you started that? What was the concept behind that? And just tell us about your band. Yeah. Well, the um, put it together in 2011. And uh, at, the, at the time, my buddy Uzi, um, who has now moved on to Cobb, which is, as far as I know, the first Corn Tribute Minnesota. So check really? them out. They're going to be they're, they're damn good. Yeah, my good buddy, buddy Uzi, he was my right-hand man. In Rock Gods, put together in 2011, and the initial concept was to do the costume change thing, but instead of doing it, changing every character, we would all pick a character and be that person for one full set. So, like, it started off with with me being uh, George Lynch one set, and then I was Slash, and then I believe I was CeCe DeVille, and then uh, each one rotated, except my drummer, he was just... Peter Chris from Kiss, and he wasn't going to take his makeup off and do anything else. So he was Peter Chris all night, and we got off to a real good start right away. And then I think about two years of doing that, we lost the whole costume thing and just dressed like ourselves, but in full '80s garb, like you know, picture Motley Crue, Steel Panther. We did the whole big hair, spandex, all that kind of dropped the wigs thing, kind of like the WWE approach. So you take like you, Sam, yep. but on steroids. Like yeah, this, yeah, exactly. Yep. Quick question. Did the people know who George Lynch was when you dressed like him? Most of them, no. So that was part of the problem, too, was with how many 
iconic guitar players can you do that people will recognize and be like, oh shit, yeah, that's what's his face. It's, it's more, it's more they notice the lead singer. So like, if someone were to dress yeah. like Bon Jovi every night, they might, be, they might be like, oh, that's Bon Jovi. But everyone knew when I was Cece Deville from Poison. They all knew For that. Sure, yeah. They're like, oh, it's Cece. And then I knew Slash because he's iconic too. But I would have had to do like Ace Freely to make the third one iconic. But I didn't want to go that far because it's too long to put all that makeup on. I hear you. <laughs> so you guys started, like, where'd you start playing? What was the first songs you started playing? So you knew you wanted an 80s kind of hair band themed band. Like, yep. did you come up with the name Rock Gods? I did. I did. Um, I came up with that one because at first we were called Celebrity Sighting. And I thought that'd be cool, too, because the, the whole switching the costume thing, we thought, well, you know, it's like you got celebrities that that's going to be doing each set and, you know, celebrity sighting. But my agent at the time said that it didn't fit on marquees. It was too weird. And unfortunately, no offense to club owners, but a lot of them are fucking dumb. And uh, they thought that when they when they booked celebrity sighting, that like Johnny Depp was going to show up. Like, oh, my God, Johnny Depp's coming to my, my club. Like, no, you fucking idiot. You live in Timbuktu, Wisconsin. He's not showing up. The band is called Celebrity Sighting because they just changed. Never mind. So then my, my agent said, never mind. They're changing their fucking name. It's not going to be Celebrity Sighting. So he, he called me up and he said, hey, Sam, we got to change your name. And he's like, Celebrity Sighting ain't working. I'm like, well, why not? He goes, exactly what I just said. He said, well, people thought that like actual celebrities were coming to their bar. They didn't get it. That's a gimmick. And I'm like, oh, Christ. All right. So then I just started beating around the bush a little bit. And I'm like, we wanted this. We wanted to bring this aura of like the gods of rock, like like the biggest names in rock. How can we bring that up? And I'm like, shit. This is called the band Rock Gods. And then I decided to change the spelling to a Z. Which, by the way, a lot of people have copied me now. I see, like, <laughs> they're using Z everywhere. Like, there was no other rock gods bands on the internet at that time. No, really, no. It sounds like a video game. It sounds like like a TV show. It sounds like a freaking band. I mean, that's a solid name. It is a solid name. I I, I think it, I think it's absolutely great. Yeah. Because how like if you're gonna sum up rock gods. That's what you would come just to see your show. That's so hard to title a band like that. Yeah. Um, so what were some of your first shows? Our first shows? Um, actually, I can tell you our very first show. It was at Pavlitsky's on 65 back when they were still up and running. And that was a Thursday night. And then uh, after that, we got like serums. We got a couple casinos. We got some really big outdoor shows right away. We, we got off on the right foot right away. Things were going good for us. Um, do you what songs were you covering then that you still cover now? That we still cover now, I would have to say "Sweet Child." I think I've only played one show in my entire career, which is what twenty five years, that I haven't played that song. played every single show whether i want to do it or not because it's such a crowd favorite and every band i played to be honest not even just rock gods it's my my whole life that song has always been played so we keep that one um we've also kept a lot of the acdc 
Um, throughout the, our entire career, I think we've done Back in Black. We phase it in and out, obviously. Shook Me All Night Long is in there. And then um, there's a few, but we, we've, we, brought in, we try and bring in some more obscure stuff when we can. So some of the bands you've been talking about, like ACDC, Guns N' Roses, stuff like that, one thing that does stick out besides the guitar playing and catchy songs is the like historic like herculean vocals like you can't just go to a karaoke bar you could i suppose and effectively sing acdc or guns and roses that is a specific high killer sound how do you find singers have you had the same singer can you talk about that aspect of the because that let's say the tom Kiefer of cinderella obviously his vocal issues have been historic as well but how do you find these singers? You know, that's a, a good question. Um, the first thing we found, we, we had a guy named Chris Seeley, and uh, he joined us. He was by far the youngest in the band at the time. And uh, when he auditioned, I think he auditioned with some ACDC. I think we did Back in Black. I think we made him do Sweet Child. And I think we did a crew tune, if I'm not mistaken, just to, ch- we, just to check his range. We like to do that with every guy we audition. And we just lucked out um, throughout the years. I've had the, I've had the the uh, opportunity to have sing with me a couple guys from Hairball. Joe Dandy sang with me for a while. Chris Vox has filled in before. Uh, Chris Seeley, Isaac was my guy for many years. We'll probably talk about him in a minute. Uh, Grayson Siri, who was in Arch Allies and a couple other great bands, he's been with me off and on for the last five years. Uh, Jefferson Heron, he was in an amazing. Van Halen tribute quite a few years ago. So, yeah, we've just managed to have really, really good singers throughout the years. Wally Joseph, one of my favorite singers of all time from Skywind, and uh, my famous friends. Really? So, my friends that come see see us here at the B-Dale Club, my friends Brian Donahue and Tammy, they're huge, huge fans of my famous friends. And they visit, they go watch them all the time and come watch us too. So, are they 80s rock guys? I haven't met them yet. They are, but my famous friends, they play a little bit of everything, I believe. It's just a two piece band, I think. I think it's Dan Dryden and Wally, Wally Joseph. And yeah, but they're, they're absolutely amazing. I've had the opportunity to play with Dan too. Um, he and I have done some open jams before. And I believe he's subbed with me in Rock Gods before. And uh, like I said, Wally was actually my singer in Rock Gods for nine months after Chris left the first time. Chris Vox. Uh, no, Chris Seeley. Okay, sure. Yep, sure. yep. Chris Fox was just a sub. He never was actually fully in the band. So when you have a sub for these singers, do you have to have a rehearsal, or do they just know it and they just come in and sing it? And do anyone want like the the song tuned half step down in a different key, or how do you go about doing that? They just come in and sing it, and uh, we always tune down a half step because ninety percent of the eighties already was. I tune like, down half step. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, just off the top of my head, Firehouse, um, Extreme, Poison. So Nuno, Skid Row. Yes, all those guys are half step down. 
Barley the Golden Puppy may need to find another place to sit because sometimes Copper the Wonder Golden just doesn't make room for in the front seat. But either way, we love rocking around in my black Jeep Cherokee get from Mighty Chrysler. With 250,000 miles, my old car, just too much for that poor thing to take. I've helped myself look at my new dream ride, ID Chrysler. And the staff can more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at ZimbronaCDJR.com or take the people drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zimbrona, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zimbrona today. Enjoy a safe summer season. Full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located in the corner counter of B. And Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is a stone cold truth. Looking forward to rocking this Thursday with Andy Crowley from the St. Paul Saints. Hope the spring storms hold out. Natalie Shelley, now Dustin, the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. As of late, my libation of choice is a classic Greyhound cocktail. And then a quote, 16-time world champion, Ric Flair. Tasty little devils. Live music. Pool table, pull tabs, Tuesday night chess society, bingo, bocce ball Thursdays, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. So we just naturally do it. We tune down half step, and it makes it a little bit easier on the vocals, but also I think it's more pleasing to the ears, to be honest. So if my grandma's listening, what is tuning down a half step? It's a musical term, but it's it, literally it, it's what It's a it musically, musical term that means instead of being like in your standard A440, you're dropping it down. One semitone, which makes it be an A flat, 440. I think yep. it gives it a more meat to the guitar. Oh, it gives it more meat, and it's just—it's actually—it's more aesthetically pleasing to the ears. They've done—they've done studies on it with people that don't know music. They've asked them to listen to a piece of music, like even classical stuff, tuned down a half step, and then they listen to it in the original key it was written. And nine times out of ten, the people will choose. The A-flat one, because it just sounds better to the ears. For me, it does as well. And I'm a big harmonica guy, so I literally have on my harmonica, when I go on stages or whatever, bring whatever, I have a whole side of it that's all for standard tuning. And flip it over, I have a whole set of harmonicas all for half step down. Nice. Because a lot of people do it. If I go play with my buddy Brandon Sprague out in South Dakota, or we are, we're, I am always half step down when I play, unless I'm working with somebody else. And uh, I think it's more just... More warm tone? I'm not quite sure. By the way, everyone listening, if you have not heard Mark play harmonica, you need to because the dude is absolutely fucking amazing. He's like John Popper on steroids. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. yeah, dude, you blow me away. Your, oh. your heart playing is fucking ridiculous. Well, I'm hoping to play with Sam out there a little later tonight. But, uh, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, love the harmonica. That's one of my favorite things. My hero is Sugar Blue, one of my top five favorite people, as well as harmonica players in the world. So I'm just an imitator of Sugar Blue and James Cotton and Big Walter is what I would say. But uh, love it. How can we get, like, remember that band uh, Brother Kane? Yeah. There's some metal guys that have I, I do guys. remember Brother Kane. I actually really dug their couple tunes I used to hear on 93. Got no shame. Yeah, no shame. Great. You should hire great, me to play tune. harmonica for you guys sometime. Fuck yeah. I'll learn that soon tune for you. Got no shame, got yeah. no one to got, blame. Ain't got no shame and got no one to blame. Yeah, I'd do it. Is it that good or just remembering it that good?
I kind of remember that. Yeah, it was a good tune. <laughs> yeah, it was a good tune. <laughs> it was a good tune, man. So who's the current lineup in Rock Odds? Okay, the current lineup in Rock Odds is myself, uh, Terrace Dinkovich, who's had a long history of great bands um, out here in the, the city's area, all the way back to Akron from the 90s. I've got Johnny Strutt, who's played with Chase Ovation, Prince Tribute, and his list goes down the line. Monsters of Mock, more 80s stuff. I've had those guys. Those are my three, uh, three solid guys right there. And then my current singer, I've got, I use two uh, quite frequently. I've got Grayson Siri, who does a lot of shows. And just recently coming back, this might be the first time people are hearing this, is Isaac fucking Stangler is back. He, he was a young kid that we took. I met him in 2020. And, uh, sorry, not 2020. Sorry, uh, 2012. And he, he just belted right out of the gates. He was a fill-in. And then after that, he took over the lead spot. And he's grown to be one of the best singers I've seen in many, many years. He hits the highs. Like Steelheart. He nails Steelheart. He nails Slaughter. He gets Mark it done. Slaughter. He nails wow. Mark Slaughter. Yep. What Slaughter do you play? Up All Night, Sleep All Day? Up All Night. Love that song. Yep. Uh, off the record, um, with a woman on the, the, the knife board. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the kickoff song, Up All Night, Sleep All Day. It is. What the hell? Stick it to you. Stick it to you. And we all, we're also adding Fly to the Angels coming two weeks. Dude, you're torturing these singers. How the <laughs> hell are they doing this shit? Isaac's great. He's fly fucking great, the dude. Angel. You can fly. I mean, he just nails it, you know? Are you serious? Yeah. And are these these guys, are these guys got stage names or is that their names? Because they all have cool sounding freaking names. Mark Slaughter is his real name. No, I'm talking you guys you have hired oh, for oh, rock. Yeah, odds. those are real names. Yeah. It's God given just rock star God, names. God given God given name is Isaac Stangler, Grace and Siri. Um Those U- are great names. Yep. Uzi though, his real name is Timothy Gibson. He goes by Uzi Nevo Gibson. It's all cool, man. But yeah. So yep. what's your stage name? It's just Sam. It used to be Sam Wise, but I'm not sure what I'm going to go with anymore. <laughs> just Why not just Sam? Just Sam. Once in a while, people will give me something. They'll call me Sam Shredder or Scorching Sam, but it's, it's just Sam. Yep. So what, over the years, have been some of your solid venues that you've played at that you just love to play at? Me personally... Uh, B-Dill, this is all, I guess, of recent years, but because uh, my career goes, like yours, goes back forever. But yep. uh, like over the years, what's some of your favorite places to play? You got people showing up, people like to go there for the venue and the band. What route, would you say? Route 47. Uh, it, it currently is called Route 47, has been for quite a few years. But when I first started playing there, it was called the main event. And oh, that, yeah. that was like the staple for your metal rock shows. It was a great bar. And then it became... Uh, the Pickle for a while, then it became J.B. Layton's Pickle Park, and then once uh, Kathy and Brad took over, it's been called Route 47, and uh, it's been my home. We play there quite often, every 8 to 10 weeks, and uh, we always bring in huge numbers. Have you ever thought of putting together an acoustic version of your 80s rock show? We've done it a couple times. How'd it go? 
Really good, but it's been a long time. It's probably time to it's probably time to revise it because believe it or not, um, my current bass player Terrace is an amazing singer. So going through our quest of of trying to find a new vocalist because Grace and Siri, like I said, he's in multiple bands. Rock Gods has been forced to perform as a three piece a couple of times, which is just myself, Terrace singing, and uh, Johnny Strutt on drums or. For quite a while, while when COVID happened, Johnny took a long break, and I had Jerry Babcock from The Hype on drums. Very good friend of mine who also was in Rock Gods for about a year or so, or a couple years, but that's a different story we can get to. But um, known him for many, many years. Anyways, the three of us did a, quite a few shows together, and we just rotated the vocals, and it worked. Because bands like Guns N' Roses, with half the record of Liza's Liza's acoustic... Yeah. And they still have that Guns N' Roses sound. You mentioned Firehouse. Yep. They had an acoustic record in their hits, all acoustic. And nowadays, to be honest, a lot of, lot of venues don't have budgets to pay for big bands anymore. Yeah. So I generally do a lot of acoustic stuff or acoustic twists on things. Um, so you that would you'd consider that? I would definitely consider that. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. It's like I said, the um, yeah, we, we still would totally bring the Rock Gods vibe. You'd know it's us. But it'd be stripped down. You could call it Rock God Stripped. Whoa. Rolling Stones had an album called Rolling Stones Stripped, and they did their acoustic hits and stuff. Uh, what do you got coming up this summer, fall, whatever? What's coming up? You want to plug any shows? Yeah, we, we got a couple good ones coming up. Um, we've got, actually, I'll be the only member of Rock Gods doing this, but I'm doing, the, I'm doing a super group open jam with Mad Mike on Saturday, May 14th. It's going to be myself, Danny on guitar, great, great young kid. I think he's 26 or something. I know I call him a kid because I'm in my 40s. I can't help it. But uh, I hear you. Great guitar player, Mad Mike on vocals, the amazing Beth Brennan Norris on vocals, too. She's in the band Sugar Buzz. She's got some of the best vocals I've heard ever. She's amazing. And uh, Aaron from Mad Mike's Funhouse as well on drums. It's just going to be a super group. Everyone's welcome to show up. It's going to be at Route 47. 8.30, and uh, we're just doing an open jam, but it's going to be with a super band behind it, so it's going to be awesome. That sounds outstanding, my friend, just outstanding. Um, how do people get a hold of you? Do you have an agent or your website, or how do they get a hold of you? I am the one to contact. You can contact me directly either through my Facebook or at 612-267-7195. I do own the band, and I book it. Just contact me. You're looking for Sam. Sam. <laughs> 